previously on Live at 605. We're just rolling up in this bitch like I own this place. Is that Angelina? That's maybe how we came into it. <laughs> just rolled up into this bitch like I own this place. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Live 605. Amazing. Coming to you live from a chilly downtown Toronto. This is episode 7, season 22 of Live at 605. And I am your cold but sleepy uh, <laughs> co-host, Valerie Gomez. It's your boy, John. And yeah, we had our first snowfall of the season, which is kind of depressing. It's... Yeah. I feel like we just came out of lockdown in on Toronto. Yeah, I wasn't ready to say goodbye to fall or like no. green grass. It's crazy. Like we have all these leaves in our front yard and then the snow came and now it's a mixture <laughs> of snow and leaves. It's... It's not right. All the leaves should be gone. No. And, you know, some people might be thinking these are like wet underneath the snow. It's like, no, they're not. They're like full on dry, crisp leaves. Yeah. So. Well, this is a good point. We can talk about this first snowfall and like the chaos that happened that day. <laughs> yeah. We can get to that. But before we do, uh, all the ways get in contact with our asses, mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok.com mm-hmm. slash live at 605. And you'll mm-hmm. find all our great stuff there and follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malenkamp. I'm Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and TikTok. I guess one of the questions I have for you is, you know, similar to like the high school friends talking about like Elon Musk and like Mm. who would play him in like a biopic Kathy Bates and stuff. It's like, how are you feeling about, you know, being on Twitter these days? Yeah, I think, well, you broke the news last night yeah. that uh, uh, Elon Musk is going to reinstate he already did. Donald Trump's uh, yeah. Twitter account. But I guess Donald Trump, I, was, I went way deep into the depths of the interweb yesterday. Mm. And so, like, just reading on, like, some stiff shit curated through Apple News <laughs> was that Donald Trump, when Elon Musk was rumored to get... Twitter back in April, right? Um, Donald Trump's like, yeah, you know, we'll see, whatever. I still like my um, social platform, Truth Social, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's so bad, right? Um, But apparently, like, at the peak of Donald Trump on Twitter, I think he had, like, 88 million followers. Mm. And then I guess Elon Musk did, uh, once he got ownership, they did, like, a poll to be like, should we bring back Donald Trump? And, like, 54% or something said yes. It's like, uh. well, let's let's break this down first before we get into everything. Yeah. My, my first question to you was prior to like Elon Musk's heel turn, which is mm-hmm. a wrestling term, becoming a bad guy. Yeah. Didn't everyone like Elon Musk? Because he he's the Tesla guy, right? Yeah, he, that's his company. Totally. What he's married Grimes. Yeah. He named his kid like open bracket six, four of three point one, two, five. Right. Like <laughs> people liked him before. Right. He also hosted SNL. Yeah. So here's my thing. This is it's the Batman quote, but it's also the Jersey Shore quote. Well, and I think it applies to him. It's yeah. you either die the hero or live long enough to become the villain. Oh, is that Mike? <laughs> yeah, but it's a Batman quote. Yeah. But here's my thing is I think we kind of talked about yesterday's. I think Elon Musk is so rich. He's just doing whatever the hell he wants, like right? Like he's I think yeah. he's just he's like, I'll just become the bad guy now. I'm gonna buy Twitter. Yeah. And everyone gets a blue check mark. And then I'm gonna close down Twitter and now I'm gonna keep in Donald Trump can have his voice back. Like he want he's just doing this for shits and giggles, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Or is he a a weird, crazy person. I don't know. I what do you think? He's quite eccentric and like, yeah. I, I mean, like out there, I think to your point, when you have that much money, it's like your kind of shit goes off the rails. The only thing I will say is it's, it's not looking good for social media owners now, like Ooh. Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, yeah. like even like Jeff Bezos to some degree. Right. So, well, you know, what platforms can you go on? It's true. To, to, to your original question was how am I feeling? Yeah. My favorite social media platform is Twitter. Yeah. But, but let me say, because... Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> but that's because I use it for my own... Like, I don't go on Twitter to argue with people. Or like, I don't follow accounts that bug me. Like, I'm not going to... I don't follow Trump or right-wing stuff. But, yeah. but Yet. Well, <laughs> no, but what I do is I follow uh, musicians I like, sports people I like, yeah. and, like, actor or news outlets. So it's like, all my news comes through there. Like... But in a good way, like no, 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 when it comes fair. to like baseball, yeah. hockey, or basketball 100%. trades, it's Twitter. Yeah. If a band's dropping a song or an album, it's on Twitter. That's if, fair. Even like, you know, I follow CP24 and CNN's Twitter account. So yeah. 
when you find out that Elizabeth Holmes got sentenced to 11 years in jail. Apple News. Apple. Okay, you got Apple News. <laughs> yeah. So do you. I know. I, <laughs> but I'm just saying, yeah. like, I usually... That's fair. I'm, more, I'm scrolling Twitter the most. So, again, I can see why people hate it because you can follow... It's a lot of awful stuff, but yeah. I only follow things that, that will make me happy. Like, even... Like we follow Bachelor in Paradise stuff, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, our actual feed for <laughs> Twitter is like so fucked up. It's like Jersey Shore and then like sports. I have to read you one funny tweet. I, I didn't even tell you when this happened. So when we were watching Bachelor in Paradise on Tuesday, yeah, that was the day that again Donald Trump said he was running for president yeah. again. And when we were watching, um, we were watching Bachelor in Paradise, and I tweeted. Mm. Um, Did he retweet you? No, but this is just this is just funny. So. Um, in last week's episode of Bachelor in Paradise, there was a scene where uh, Logan, our favorite yeah, guy, who looks like Will Forte, was hanging out with Aaron, yeah. who's like the ultimate bro, big yeah. facts. <laughs> and so when they were talking, anyone who's not watched the show, they kind of talk like surfer dudes, right? Yeah. So I posted a, a gif of Bill and Ted. Yeah. And I just said, the vibes I get when Logan and Aaron are hanging out together. Oh. But then I got a reply from our boy, Sean Batty. Oh, damn. And he just says, Johnny adding some levity to my timeline while everyone else tweets about Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so. Which is also quite funny because I feel like Sean doesn't use social media at all. But when he comes, he comes like hard into it. Like it's a deep cut tweet. When he comes, <laughs> he comes correct. And I just told him, I'm like, come over to paradise. The water's warm. <laughs> yeah. So it was, yeah, it was true. And then I was like, oh yeah, everything on Twitter is about Trump. Totally. Meanwhile, we're like, we're just focused on paradise exactly. right now. So Twitter is what you make it. Same with like totally. Instagram, TikTok, all that kind of stuff. How do you feel about tweets? You don't really go on Twitter that much. I don't much. go on it. I'm usually there for like either, like I'm a light user of Twitter, I would say, mm -hmm. where I would spend mo most of my time on Instagram. Sure. Um. So yeah. So I guess moral of the story is follow us on any of the platforms well, right now. We still post on those. Yeah. hundred percent. So the best one, honestly, for the, the podcast is Instagram. Hundo. Facebook, whatever. Like I'm so angry at Facebook. They don't let me post certain things in yeah. Twitter. Yeah. But this leads me to another question I wanted to ask yeah. you just because this, this is going to be more of like a freestyle episode. Yeah. So, and if you don't want to talk about this today, this week, we don't have to, but I feel like, cause you mentioned Instagram, you've become maybe not obsessed is the wrong word, but you've become a huge fan of one Selena Gomez. I have. And I would love to hear just kind of your Selena journey because I feel like <laughs> I've become a fan of hers too, yeah. to be honest with you. You're like secret watching like the movie with me yesterday night. Well, yeah, a little bit. Her uh, document. What did you think of her documentary? What's it called again? Selena. It's a mind of their own or something. Something like that. League of their own. <laughs> Pretty sure it's not called League of Their Own. I can look it up. Yeah, uh, it's like Gina Davis makes a cameo. But I, I feel like prior to her cooking show. Okay, so, so let's, let's, let's let's rewind. Yeah. So I did not really know Selena Gomez. It's her documentary on Apple TV is called My Mind and Me. There you go. Which is we've both really enjoyed so far so one of the things i will say is outside of like knowing who selena gomez is i have zero knowledge of her music i knew she was on barney right oh, i knew yeah, she yeah. had a meltdown yeah. i knew she was at one point dating the weekend and oh, yeah. justin bieber and she was a disney star right she was a disney star but i never really followed her and no. so then you know there was a point in the pandemic i would say in the spring mm. maybe where i ran out of cooking shows Okay, yeah. Right? Is that fair? Yeah, well, I, exactly. I think, but I kind of helped find the show, right? No, but that's what I mean. Okay, yeah. So I ran out of cooking shows. And so then I was like, John, there's nothing else on yes. to watch. And I'm like, nobody's doing any like production on like the shows I like, like, mm. you know, Gordon Ramsay or yeah. uh, like non-competitive cooking shows, like sure. true yeah, like cooking actual cooking shows yeah. and so then you're like well why don't you give selena gomez is a try and i was like what right and so i was like she has a cooking show and i'm yeah. like i don't know about this and then but the reason why i told you was yeah. I, I was flashing through the channels again it's on like crave or whatever i'm yeah, like it's like an hbo show yeah and what's it? it's called selena and selena and chef and so I'm going through it and I just, I'm like, okay, this isn't like, I always try to just see what else is out there. Mm -hmm. I see Selena and chef. I'm like, oh, whatever. But I saw it was a cooking show where she has a famous chef every week. And I mm -hmm. saw that she happened to have Maddie Matheson. Who we love. Who we love. Big dog. Big dog. And I'm like, okay, well, let me PBR this. Cause at least like mm -hmm. Selena Gomez is whatever, but you like him. Yeah. Then I'm like, oh, she has like Gordon Ramsay and Which like, like Roy Choi and yeah. a few other, who was the other one that we, you really like? Was it Jamie Oliver? Jamie Oliver has been on it. But who's another chef you really love? Was um, that, did she have Rachel Ray on there? Not that did. you love her. You like Rachel Ray. Anyway, so but I, yeah, she has like all the big chefs. And I saw that 
there was like a marathon. So yeah. I'm like, I just told you one day, I'm like, yeah, I PVR like eight episodes of this show. Yeah. Mad- Maddie Matheson's on like episode three. So if yeah. you want to watch it, watch it. So we watched it, obviously. I think together we watched the Maddie Matheson one. Yes, we and did. And I was like, yo, I love this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so because I think, okay, so for those of you guys who haven't watched it, the setup, and this might be on my best of list for top 10 shows this oh, year. Oh, the sneak preview. Yeah. Like I'm almost done all four seasons and I've now watched it not in order, which is also... Oh fucked up kind of thing so we started with season four yeah but the funny thing is and just a quick sidebar this i did the same thing with a show called nathan for you Mm -hmm. which is a show uh nathan fielder and i discovered it like three years after the show ended Mm -hmm. because friend of the podcast cam is like you should watch this if you like this show yeah i'm like yeah i don't really like it but then i fell in love with it and it's also four seasons and i go like season four to two to three to one like so anyways i was gonna say it's same same as your dad watching fargo Well, he ended up watching the finale first and working backwards because yeah. he didn't know how the PVR worked. Yes. So, um, what are the, okay, so basically the premise is Selena is during quarantine, like peak 2020 start of the pandemic, is in quarantine and with her friends, her papa, um, her pop pop and her grandma and her sister and like different friends come through it. But then she gets a delivery of like a bunch of like different produce and different goods to make a recipe alongside like virtually alongside a famous chef, either in North America or in Europe. And so what's really been great is it's like really good recipes. Like, I think Mm. this is the one like we were in chapters the other day. I'm like, oh, is there like a cookbook? Because I'm like. You know, I think this is a pandemic problem for most people. You're sick of cooking and you're like trying to find new things to inspire yourself. But one of the things I appreciate about her show is it's like Selena and Chef. She's not a cook. Mm. She doesn't claim to be good in the kitchen. She just has an affinity for good food and wanting to cook. So her like knife skills are horrible. She like cuts herself all the time. It's like she burns herself. She's dropping shit. And they always do picture in picture of like, here's what the chef's uh, plate looks like. And then here's hers. And so it's like kind of like Instagram real life, which I really like. And just the friend's commentary is like really funny kind of thing. It feels like all of us just shooting the shit which i appreciate Mm -hmm. so i've really grown to like it so now i'm like all into selena gomez so i follow her on instagram i'm really into her friends like raquel and Teresa. (laughs) right i'm like very much trying to buy her sunglasses really to her essentials do you like her music yeah of course i do i don't know i've never listened to a single song of hers i was gonna say what we do in the shadows so when we went to like arthur's birthday like lil and benoit were talking about and like chris were talking about that martin short uh, only Steve murders Martin. in the yeah, basement. Yeah, and they're like, or in the building. <laughs> or whatever it is. I was going to be like, what we do in the shadows. That's, that, that, that is a good show. Yeah. So they're very into that. And they're like, Selena Gomez. I'm like, yeah. should we watch that show? And so you just said, should we watch it? Well, like my parents like it. Your, our friends like it. I hear it's gotten good reviews. So I yeah. think we're watching again on Apple TV, uh, Blackbird, yeah. which we really, really like. And there's only like two episodes left. So maybe we jump over to. Is it a comedy? I think it's like a dramedy. I don't okay. know. We got to watch the trailer. Watch it. But anyway, trailer. so I started watching the documentary last night and I actually really enjoyed it. It very much is chronicles Selena Gomez's life over six years and just like her going through like obviously lupus yeah. being diagnosed as bipolar and just yeah, like I didn't her know music. She was bipolar. Yeah. So I think it's just, um, it's been a really good like surprise viewing. I would say in all capacities over the last like six months. Yeah, well, it's it's good when you can find a show like that, mm-hmm. and it's fun too when you have like four seasons to binge. Yeah, I don't know if she has any any more seasons coming out. I but don't know. I will. Ah. S- it is crazy because I don't remember what what season is it where she has her Malibu house. Oh, season three. I. I suggest people go find any episodes from season three because I've never had like house envy like watching that <laughs> show because in season three her kitchen her house is like on the beach in Malibu mm-hmm. and her kitchen overlooks the beach and the water and I've never been like more jealous of a yeah. of a place to live it's just like so beautiful and so like very much like we were like let's look at Airbnb yeah there. I know I'm like let's go to Malibu <laughs> yeah it's the same as when we watched the Defiant Ones documentary and Dr. Dre's ha- has a house like on the beach I know in Bahamas is it Bahamas? I thought it was in Malibu. It had, he had one in Bahamas and oh, in Malibu. Right. But then I, wasn't there one time where he's like, you know, I was on my balcony in the Malibu here and I just saw like Bono walking across yeah. the beach or something. He just like came and hung out with me. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I was like, I, can I be there? I'll clean your house. Honestly, I'll do anything. But I do there. think it's cool. Like, I don't know. So basically check that out. It's it's like a really good view. I'm, I'm definitely stoked to watch the rest of the doc. 
as well. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So, well, we can get into the sponsorship if you want this mm-hmm. week. We're, we're kind of our own sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. So, let's get into the sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. This kind of ties into what we were mentioning earlier, which is we had our very first big snowfall of the season. And I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast or just to you, but I'm like, this is the first time maybe my whole entire life Mm. I've just wanted to skip the winter months. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just not, I think it's because we had such a harsh winter last year. Well, we were stuck inside forever. Exactly. We were stuck inside. And then when you try to go outside, like we had that huge winter storm where I don't know how many feet of snow it was, but it was just crazy. So not ready for that. And then... Was it, uh, it was Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever day, probably Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday. I remember seeing the news. I like, oh, in the forecast. Yeah, there's going to be like a few centimeters of snow. In the news or you saw Nanus? (laughs) (laughs) Trying to bust my ass over here. Start spreading the news. (laughs) Either way, we woke up Wednesday to our, uh, to the city of Toronto being blanketed in snow and covered Mm -hmm. in snow. And we went outside to go for our morning walk. And then I, I told you, I'm like, oh, we got an email from the little uh, community that we live in saying that the snow took down a tree next to like our neighbor's house. Yes. And so I go, oh, no, this sucks. We're like, let's go take a look outside, make sure there's no damage to our neighbor's houses or anything. Mm-hmm. And luckily it didn't knock anything over. It didn't like. Uh, didn't do any damage to anyone's house. No, it wasn't a huge tree, but it, it was, was like a, a pine tree. Yeah, just like tall and skinny. So we go outside, we see our one neighbor who's very, very friendly. He was the one who asked you to be in the Mormons. Freemasons. Freemasons. <laughs> Damn it. I, thought I was so confident when I said it too. I know. It's like when you say a little nudie. Yeah. A little, which one is it's it? It's young nudie. Damn it. <laughs> you got me second guessing myself. Yeah. So we go outside, see our neighbor. And he is uh, currently like chopping the tree down, like yeah. like it's knocked over, but he's safely disposing of the tree. Yes, with his like childhood axe. Exactly. So I don't know if you mentioned this either, but other than Selena Gomez's cooking show, there's another show Ooh. you're currently in love with, which ties into this story. So okay, so to rewind again, um, last week we told you all about buying the Volvo, right, mm. and going on that journey, which was so exciting. So when we went to after we went and we're like we're buying a Volvo, um, we were actually going to our friends uh, Maddie and Bryson's house because they were doing a pumpkin carving for Halloween and so we went there and um, it was really nice like just kicked it in their backyard with a, a couple more friends and so we were telling like different stories and then we were like kind of like um, what is it fireside barbecuing hot dogs or whatever yeah. and like you Bryson Christina and Maddie were all talking about a show I had nothing I didn't know anything about yeah. it was called Alone on the History Channel and so I'm like why are you guys all watching this i had so much fomo because yeah. i was like you guys are all talking about this series that i've never seen and you're all so into it and then like apparently there's like seven seasons so the basic premise of the series and i had never seen it at this point is like across north america there's 10 people who try out who are like pure wilderness people like they have right. like survivalist skills yeah and so you're dropped on a re- very remote part of north america or south america whatever in the world i've only watched one season yeah um so for my season it's like 10 people are dropped in the like outback of like patagonia in right. south america and you're only allowed to bring 10 items on your excursion and so the next part is that you're not dropped with anyone or anything to basically build your camp and like survive. Right. So you have your 10 items and like a first aid kit essentially. And then like, let's say if John and I go together, we're all dropped off at a base camp, but then we're each independently dropped off like six miles away from each other and have to survive for however long we can, because the premise is also that you're trying to outstay the next person, yeah. right? In the hopes of winning five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So it's really crazy because these people, you know, they choose to bring like an axe or like a shovel, and like John and me, Maddie and Bryson, and all were like joking, like, "What would you bring on an island?" And I was like, "Salt and pepper," because it's like if I'm catching fish. There's no fucking way I'm not marinating it, right? And then it's like, oh, I would bring like knife wrench and then uh, like a crowbar and stuff like that. Um, But it's really cool. So some people um, would stay for like 72 plus days. So I became obsessed with this show while I was on route to California. I think John downloaded like six episodes for me and I watched them like so intensely on the plane. Um, But yeah, so this brings us to the fact that John and I, 
and Maddie clearly have no wilderness skills, yeah, right? Uh, yeah. Christina, maybe right. Bryson, a hundred percent, right? But me and John, absolutely not. What is the matter? I just, no, I've, I've been wearing a hat all day. So my head is so itchy. Can you put cream on? No, let's just keep going. <laughs> right? I'm not used to wearing a hat. Ooh. So, keep going. So anyway, we're, um, we're, we're going outside. It's the first snowfall of the day. I'm obsessed with this show, right? I just want to like chop down my own tree and build like a yeah, bamboo we see house. Our neighbor chop, cop, yeah, the Mormon yeah, or the Freemason. Freemason. He's like outside chopping down lumber with his like childhood axe. And he like comes up to us. He's like, oh, John Val. Yeah. Um, he's like, you see this axe? I got it when I was like 10. Yeah. And then he's like, look at the blade on this thing. You can cut the hair off your like face. Yeah. Right. And I was like, holy shit. Like in my head, we are in a pure episode of alone right now i'm like damn it man you could totally be in the show alone and i like told him the premise and then like cut to like 30 minutes later after our senior walk yeah we come back to the house and he's now outside with like a blade saw yeah right he's like guys john how look at look at this blade saw i got and he's like oh you could get one with like the two handles to like fully cut down like a large tree and so we're like oh damn and i'm like oh you don't know this dude but i'm like totally want to use that accent like chop something but like we don't have those skills whatsoever yeah yeah, we don't have them whatsoever. And but you're just like, oh, I want to play with it, this and that. And then, anyways, like, okay, we gotta go back inside now. We'll talk mm-hmm. to you later. And again, it's just like our, our neighbor showing us all these manly uh, skills that yeah. he has, and he's just outdoors. Like wilderness, like industrious yeah. skills. And uh, I'm not ashamed, but anyway, so then you and I go, <laughs> and we open the screen door, and I go to open our actual front door, and I just go, ah! <laughs> you're like, what's the matter? I'm like, there's a spider on our door. And I go, get the shovel. <laughs> And you're like, well, I'm like, there's a spider on the door. It's giant. Get the shovel. I'm going to get rid of his ass right now. And then you have like our neighbor, like full on axe and yeah. saw cutting down like, like just pic- trees. Picture like um, Putin, yeah. like outdoors in the winter with like no shirt. Like, yeah. you know, that, that picture of him in like jeans. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, yeah. So anyways, I scared my the shit out of myself by seeing a spider. But again, we're, we're hipsters. Yes. We're doing the best we can. We're doing but, the best with what we got. Yeah. So uh, that's our sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. We should tell everyone about just like the chaos of the first snowfall well, of the year too. It was kind of weird. Remember that time I was vying to be president? You can't become president. <sighs> you much, can, but yeah. I don't. I wasn't think even you vying. Are. People were lobbying for me to become. They wanted president. to stage a coup. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, listen, I have million dollar ideas, right? Billion dollar ideas. Billion dollar. Your ideas, ideas are so good, you could take over Twitter and bring anyone back into it. <laughs> So we're we're out there shoveling. We're working hard, mm. right? We're clearing the snow, right? You know, we're watching men cut down shit with axes. I'm looking out for spiders. Yeah. So then I see the current president come mm. out and I'm like, yo, president, Mr. President, I think, you know, what would be great is if we took some of our like communal funds and mm. paid like $250 and got a snowblower mm-hmm. because... You know, then we could just do this really quickly and handle it so, like, snow's not piling up and it's, you know, taken care of, right? We could keep the snowblower in our communal shed, Mm -hmm. right? And he's like, oh, no, we have said, like, cleaning cleaning service that comes every two weeks. And I was like, okay, because, like, you know, snow only comes every two Two weeks, weeks. right? And I was like, yo, if I was president and I might still do this. If I was president. (laughs) I'm going to play the song under you. (laughs) While you become president. So the, all I'm saying is I feel like between buying a snowblower and buying a leaf blower, I feel like this would actually, one, be beneficial for everyone who lives here because then we wouldn't have to, you know, do this kind of laborious in, like work yeah. during massive snowstorms. We'd get ahead of it. We weren't at the mercy of like every two weeks, like having somebody come out and do it for us. But I also feel like for $500, we could handle this shit. Of course we could. These are million dollar ideas. They're not even revolutionary. No, I know. I'm just- so I should be president. I may stay because we have a new treasurer. I may start sending an email. Really? Yeah. And just be like, yo, here's the price of a, a snowblower at Canadian Tire. Here's the price of a leaf blower at Canadian Tire. Can we, like, I know basically how much we've put in in three years. Can we use, like, one sixteenth of the money and, like, put it towards us? 
Well, if you run for president, this is your song. I know you can't hear it, but... <laughs> Let's just say this straight. I ain't running. People are lobbying for me. What did you tell me, though? You're like, I'm going to do a, a propaganda campaign against you. Oh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I said, if you run for president, not only would I not vote for you, I would make a propaganda video against you. <laughs> Because that's how much I don't want you to become president. Not because I don't think you could do it. Yeah. I think you obviously could do it and you would do it so well. But it's just our <laughs> lives are busy enough that we, we barely have time to sneak in a, a 45 minute podcast episode. That's so, true. Yeah, if you, you said you would build like videos for the competition. Exactly. Yeah. I'll build, build slander campaigns where it's like Val Gomez is married to a communist or something like that. I don't know. So, He's in it for the long con. Yeah. <laughs> so all that said was when we did go on, that was an eventful uh, experience outside. Cause mm -hmm. I, I forgot we had the tree chopping down experience. We had the trying to get a snowblower mm -hmm. experience. And then there was like school buses like stuck on the side yeah, of the road that I you were trying to, to help. I tried to the, push a school bus. Yeah, we got and like sass for that, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, was it the kid who sassed me or was it the adult? I can't remember. I think it was the adult, but then the kid popped his yeah, head out. Yeah, that was what it was. So we we <laughs> live close to like a hill. And like I said, it was the first snow fall of the year. What is a snow fart? <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin. <laughs> it, uh, like someone got stuck in our driveway too. Yeah. A few cars were stuck, but up the hill where we were walking, we saw. You a pill of water. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Remember when I used to sabotage you? <laughs> Saboteur. And now you sabotage my ass. So we saw a school buck. <laughs> What's a school You're buck? in my head now. <laughs> we saw a school bus stuck on the side of the side of the hill just call me president <laughs> if i were president <laughs> and you're like we gotta go help the school bus there was like a couple people trying to help and they're like oh we put like a, a mat underneath the tire yeah they're like oh do you want me to help push or this or that and they're kind of like real choppy about yeah they're it. Like, like the bus is ten thousand pounds i'm like i'm not fucking saying i'm pushing it by myself dip shit dip. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah do you remember what the kid said <clears throat> he's like, like we've been sitting here for an hour yeah we're something. like talking this kid like pops his head out the window <laughs> yeah. like we've been sitting here for an hour <laughs> yeah he's added like a 1920s train robber yeah he did <laughs> he's like there there he's like curling his little <laughs> yeah. pencil mustache or whatever so we saw like all these cars get stuck and then cars were trying to drive down but we had to be like turn around like there's a school bus stuck you can't get past anything or you can't get rid of anywhere so that was kind of crazy and then just walking through the snow for the first time was not a good time mm -hmm. good over there yeah so i don't know anything else from that day of experiences well i don't know if it was that day or a different day but it was the first day we ever pet a cat in oh, real life that's that right. wasn't related to somebody we know that's correct what uh, what transpired for us to actually pet a cat? So we've been monitoring this like neighborhood. We'll get to the main attraction of this podcast. <laughs> this, too. Well, this is, this this is already just off the rails, freestyle episode. Right? Um, but there is, like is a cat who we love in our neighborhood and we we have zero idea where it lives. We, we have a gauge of where it lives, but it's on our seniors walk. And it also um, it's super cute. It has a, like a very innocent bell. Yeah. It's kind of like black and white with like a patch on its paw. Yeah, like orange patches, orange patches. It's super cute and fl fluffy. We have no idea what its name is, but we call it Jinxie Cat. Jinxie Cat. Right. We love Jinxie Cat because he doesn't really walk. He kind of bounces. He bounces, but he like he'll bounce with you. He'll walk with you and he's yeah. little bell. Uh, dings and then he meows but the interesting thing is we see anywhere there is anywhere from six to ten outdoor oh, cat six to ten outdoor cats in mm -hmm. our neighborhood and every cat except for jinxie cat we don't like no there's even like jinxie cat too yeah there's jinxie too is like the more aggressive jinxie yeah, where he, he like walks he, through us and knocks yeah. us out of the way and then there's jinxie three jinxie three is too intense but we see all these cats all the time but what's great about jinxie cat the yeah, original the is sometimes you don't see him for three four weeks and you get sad like where is he yeah but the thing about him is he always comes out of the bushes and he comes out when you need him most when you need him most like we had yeah we needed we needed him the other day and yeah. he popped out which is why we pet him but yeah. he always would come out and meows and he's got his little bell and he kind of prances along yeah. with us and he's just we just like him he's the only cat we like so i will say similar to our hipster approach to spiders <laughs> oh my god only john and i would ask each other permission if we can pet the cat so like i was like john 
Are you okay if I pet this well, jinxie cat? We hadn't seen jinxie in like a month. Yeah. And we were having a bit of a hard day. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, like you heard him meowing. Yeah. And he was meow, meow. And he was on like, he was almost like at our hip yeah. level because he, he was on a ledge. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going I'm to pet jinxie cat, okay? Yeah. And so I, did, I was like, oh, he's so soft. And right? then, I, then I pet jinxie cat. Whoa. And he was so happy that he followed, he us. followed us and was really like had an extra bounce in his step. His head yeah. was sli- sli- sliding from side to side. So it was a very good afternoon with Jinxie Cat. Yeah, that was great. It was very good to see Jinxie. But we haven't seen him since then. That was no. like six, seven days ago. Magical so. things. So should we get into it? Let's get into it. Um, what are we getting into? So I think we wanted to go through, so like a couple of things. So like last week, we obviously talked about um, just buying the Volvo, but mm. um, we have like, maybe we can put that in the middle of like the concerts. We wanted to kind of go through some concert experiences, yeah. um, which will help be a precursor if you're, you know, coming on the ride for us we always do best of 20 or best of the, best year. Of the year and so finally after a year of being off from no, concerts three, like two years two, two years, years of being off of concerts we finally have like a fully blown year of concerts so we just wanted to kind of give you the deep dives on each of them um so if they're in a city near you you guys can check them out so yeah. do you want to go into it yeah let's go into it so, so- First out of the gate, um, we spoke about this on Jonna Palooza's birthday, but I got John tickets to see Orville Peck yeah. um, at Massey Hall. And so one of the things, you know, we didn't, we were, we haven't been listening to Orville Peck for years. You know, we really got into the Bronco album earlier uh, this year and, you know, it, we loved it. We didn't really know what to expect from the show, but like, it was incredible. Well, here, let me just play a little bit of music just on the background just to kind of get people familiar with yeah. it again. He's kind of hipster country. Oops, really loud. Anyways, this is just an essence for people to hear. Yeah. With the sunrise, Reno never fails. Yeah, I love this song. I'll just, I'll just play a little bit more. Yeah, okay. I think the main one, too, is is that um, like friend of the podcast, Miranda, she had seen Orville Peck before, and she said he's, like, really good. Um, we kind of had listened to a fair bit of his catalog, I would say, at that point. Oh, yeah. Um, so I bought tickets for your birthday, not knowing what to expect. And, you know, Massey Hall never disappoints. We obviously went there for Fleet Foxes, which was great. Like the week or two prior. But we never really got to explore the renovations either. No. So um, I was just excited to be in there for something, like, so unexpected. Like, this felt like pure musicianship. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did you think? What did you think of the show? The show, I, I went into it being like this. I think I'm going to absolutely love this this concert because mm-hmm. I was so into Orville Peck. Whatever it was, it was just like a switch went off. And I went from being like, I like two songs to being like, I love this artist and yeah. love this guy. So you also got his awesome seats. It was almost like VIP balcony yeah. seats, right? Like we were, And we were close to his dad. I know. Yeah, we were on <laughs> the aisle. I will say it's tough. This is. If Wallows was <laughs> like 10 out of 10 or yeah. 11 out of 10, or let's, if Wallows was 9.999 out of 10. Yeah, 9999999. <laughs> Orville Peck, it's tough. Any other year, if mm-hmm. if we never saw Wallows, Orville Peck maybe was the best concert of the year. But to me, it's like Orville Peck was a perfect concert. I, I mean, I would probably give it like a 9.5 out of 10. Totally. I absolutely loved it. I loved the music. I loved his set list. I loved his voice. I was, I was a little nervous. The only thing I was nervous about was that he might be like pretentious on stage and not talk to the audience and he might No, he was a, so great. But that's what I mean. He had a sense of humor. He did like a whole bachelor thing. Exactly. Like he was giving out roses. He's like, yeah. you know, we love the bachelor, so I'm gonna give out roses yeah, to people. Give me the rose. <laughs> I'm gonna give roses to people I see in, in the audience mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Like he was just such a fun uh performer. I, I absolutely love the experience. I think the other part too is and you know this will be very different than the next two concerts we talk about as well, is that there's something to be said about like rock country indie folk. Maybe is that like the genre he's in Um, seeing a band of that caliber and his voice just carries so well in Massey hall too. So the musicianship of the actual show was outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed like the harmonies between mm-hmm. him and the woman yeah. singer. I know, like, I think we thought like Shania Twain was going to come yeah, out. And maybe do a Shania cameo, Twain will come out. Right. Cause I think they have that one song together that we really like. Um, yeah. But like front to end, it was outstanding. And I think, you know, definitely, you know, trying to covet the number one slot on our best of list. 
you know, we've never seen Wallows, but we've never seen Orvel Peck either. I think, so it could be like a one and two. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> there's a lot of concerts vying for that number two spot. Yeah, I think number one is pretty Yeah, uh, we got easy like a four-way tie for number two. Yeah, there's so many. I mean, even we mentioned before, well, now we're just cutting into the best sub, yeah. but like Future Islands surprised me at how much I liked yeah. the show this year. I thought they would be like close to the end of the list of, of the concerts, but they were such a good show. Such a good show. Orville Peck was unbelievable. Yeah. Did we go to Goods and Provisions after? Because we were still on a high. Not that night. Not that Because that was like a Tuesday or something. Oh, yeah, and we're also fair. seeing... Oh, Kendrick, enough, Kendrick Lamar Kendrick, the next the day. The very next day. Yeah. Like So... Sorry. Yeah, no, no that, that's it. That's I all was going to say, so one of the things that I love is like we went for two years without seeing any concerts. And then for whatever reason, during our busiest weeks at work, John and I decided to see back to back night concerts during the work week twice. But that that was like, I love that. Though. No, I did. But we bought these, you know, you can't help. Anytime Kendrick Lamar comes to Toronto, oh, we're going to see, see him. And now, honestly, anytime Orville Peck comes, I'll we'll see him. 100%. We couldn't, we, it wasn't our fault that they were back to back nights. No, but even like Hyman Future Island. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> this, is, this is true. Yeah. Even wasn't, wasn't it Fleet Foxes and then something else was pretty, wasn't it, was it Fleet Foxes and the next week was also yeah. Kendrick and, and Orville Peck? Orville Peck and then the following week was Sean and Tussle's wedding and then the following yeah. week was War yeah. on Drugs. Oh yeah, that's right. We had a, <laughs> yeah. we had a concert every week for like yeah. five straight weeks, which was fun. But yeah. no, I absolutely loved Orville Peck. I encourage people to listen to him, see mm -hmm. him live, watch his music videos. They're awesome. Mm -hmm. So do you want to jump into Kendrick totally. Lamar maybe? Yeah. You go for it. <sighs> so uh, Kendrick was coming back. King Kendrick. Uh, King Kendrick. And so like for those of you guys who love Kendrick Lamar, I would say he's probably the best, not even new anymore. He's been out oh. for years, like at least like seven, ten, ten, um, putting out like banger Better. albums. Oh, of course. Um, every album is arguably better than the last. I mean, yeah. this one, Mr. Morales and the big step and the big stepper is I don't know. It's growing on us. It's I think it, it didn't come out of the gate as my no. favorite one. Ah. ah, close your eyes. Close your eyes. <laughs> the studio is lit up. Oh my. The, uh, our neon sign just went absolutely apeshit. Maybe it went apeshit for Kendrick. Maybe. <laughs> and okay. so, you know, one of the things we were saying is like, if Kendrick, to John's point, if he ever comes back, we got to go. I would really want Sean and Tesla to come to a Kendrick show. Because I feel like after Super Bowl fun, Sean finally got it, why this was cool. So we were like, no matter what, we're paying the fee, we're doing this, you know. Um, yeah. But, so I think we listened to the album like front to back multiple times. I yeah. love the album, Walking at Night. Yeah. It definitely grew on me. Obviously, N95 is outstanding. You love the music video. Oh, I love the music video. Um, and so, yeah, me, you, and Miranda went and got tickets. Yeah, this was her first time seeing Kendrick and kind of the same thing. She's like, I've seen him. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've, I've heard about his live performances. I love his music. She's like, I just want to see him once yeah. so I can say that I've seen him and everything. And so I think what was really cool about this one, and I'm like a sucker for a good story. So like Baby Keem, his cousin, oh, I love Baby was Keem. also the opener. Yeah. And so like, obviously they have like a few songs together. Yeah. But like at the Grammys, Baby Keem was like, you know, I just really want to thank my mom. And like, yeah. I was like, oh my God, Baby Keem. And then he's like, I got to thank my cousin Kendrick and yeah. like all this stuff. Like I just thought it was like such a good family affair mm -hmm. kind of experience, but you know, get into the show and like, I was like next level excited. Mm. Like, how did you feel? Oh, I was super excited too. We hadn't seen Kendrick in probably three or four years. I mean, he hasn't put out an album in three or four Since years. Damn. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And uh, like you said, the album at that point was growing on us. Although I think I got a new appreciation for the album after the concert, yeah. but N95, I'm like, I want to see this song. I want to see hopefully Purple Hearts. There was like a few songs from the album I mm -hmm. really wanted to see. And I'm like, oh, I just know it was like stage performance is going to be epic. I mm -hmm. knew that he was going to come out with like a, a puppet on his hand type yeah. of thing. And he just came out of the gate and just blew shit out of the water. I thought he was fantastic. It was amazing. I think one of the things that I was nervous about was, I think was it only Tame Impala we had seen at the... Wasn't there another one? We, we saw Tame Impala. I thought there was another band. Michael we, Buble, but like... Uh, I don't remember. Maybe it was just... Yeah, I think it was just Tame Impala. So I think we were like kind of reluctant going to like the Scotiabank, the ACC, for yeah. those of you guys who live in Toronto. Um, huge stadium. And so the like post-pandemic, the acoustics in there, like the sound quality isn't great anymore. Mm. Like it very much depends on where you're sitting. Whereas mm. prior to the pandemic... 
you could sit anywhere and it was like an amazing stadium show. And so I was nervous about, we were kind of like off to the side for Kendrick, but like he plays everywhere, which was great. So I think the first like couple songs, I'm like, ah, the sound. And then I was like, fuck this noise. It's outstanding. And like, yeah. just super into it. Um, like the encores were amazing. I think I only got sad because he only did like a hot second of swimming pools. But that was the first time he even performed it. Like he didn't, I know. He didn't perform it prior to that show. And yeah, he only played like, like a minute of it or something, yeah. but he has so many bangers. Like it is tough to get all of them in there, I guess, but swimming pools is one mm -hmm. of his bigger songs. So one of the things though, that I really like, so again, are we going to see Kendrick again live? Yes. Yeah. Right. Will I go pay to see him in other cities for yeah. sure. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, am I excited for him to put out a new album in five years? Absolutely. <laughs> um, but one of the, my favorite new things that you've started doing. So like, after we go see any show, we go on like that, like, what is the set list finder? And we find like the full set list. So I think it, you researched and it was like, he only didn't do like one song that he's done in like other, like in terms of like yeah. the amount of songs. But what I love that what you do now is you make a, the, you take the set list and mm. you make the playlist on mm. Apple music. Mm. So then it's like, we get to do the concert all over again, which is exciting. For sure. Um, so that was really great. So again, Kendrick, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> He's not, definitely not top two because we've seen him so many yeah, times. Yeah. But he's definitely like top four. <laughs> where, where did this rank on your Kendrick concerts? Do you uh, think? Like see, it's, that's, I know. it's too hard. I think we only had not even one bad experience. But the, the amphitheater one was the bad one for me. Really? I was going to say it was the last time we saw him at the ACC because we had like the 300s and that's where the sound wasn't great. That's where we saw Travis Scott. Yeah, when but he was that was that. also like the most like. <laughs> I, I liked, I yeah. didn't mind the, the amphitheater one yeah. because it was like. The whole TDE family, minus SZA, but like yeah. Schoolboy Q, J-Rock, all those guys. I, I like that one. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I still love the time he opened for Kanye. Oh, I love that, it. but Kanye didn't thank him. <laughs> so I was still upset. I know, but that that is one of the best yeah. concerts of my life was that Kendrick Kanye yeah. West show was... Like Pete Davidson sad. Yeah, and that was on your birthday too. <laughs> no. Oh, man. But uh, I mean, there's no such thing as a bad Kendrick concert. Yeah. Uh, each concert almost gets better because he has new songs to perform along with those absolute and bangers. And he has like new swag. Oh, of course. Like, I mean, he's always got new hairdos. Yeah, and just like new, like, I love his dancing. Yeah, and I think the best part of the show was when Baby Keem came out and they performed together. Oh, that was crazy. Like, I would love to see them do like a Clabo album or something. Or like, Ooh. Baby Keem's a producer too. So he, he produced N95 and a bunch of other bangers. So cool. So, so then what happened? So that, what, well, what do you want to talk about next? Is it war on drugs? Oh shit. I forgot about war yeah. on drugs. Yeah, so we did then, do that. <laughs> so, um, we commented on this and like, apologies if we actually, I don't think we spoke about this when we did my best friend's wedding for no, Sean and no, Tesla. No. So like what was really great about, um, one having their wedding and then the following week, all four of us going to this concert was we actually got to catch up about the wedding and like hear stories and then like go have fun, like at echo beach. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I feel like I know War on Drugs. I feel like I, I wish we saw them in Massey Hall or yeah, like the Queen Elizabeth. For sure. I'm not as much of a fan of Echo Beach in terms of a like, and maybe it's also like if we went there pre-pandemic, we'd be in the pit. So I'd feel different. Yeah. Well, I've, this is just a little bit of War on Drugs yeah. I'm going to play. So people, like I think people are familiar with Kendrick. Yeah. But War on Drugs, I'm just playing I Don't yeah, Live yeah. Here Anymore. They sound like kind of Bruce Springsteen-ish. Their yeah. songs go from four to like nine minutes long. They're yeah. a very big like jam band. Yeah, storyteller-esque jam band, yeah. rock. So I'll just play a few seconds yeah. of this. Anyways, that's a good There's idea. There's like eight people in the band. Yeah. So yeah, well, I, I definitely like the show a lot again mm -hmm. i don't know if i love that venue yeah uh, i mean it's like you're in sand which kind of is annoying to me i don't want to get <laughs> sand in my shoes but i yeah this one was one of my most an anticipated concerts as well because i mm -hmm. love war and drugs and i absolutely love mm -hmm. their new album which i think came out last year it was definitely in our top it was in my top yeah. 10 albums probably in your top 10 as well 100 well, percent. i love them as like and like this is the part where it's like the venue sometimes can kill it for yes. me. Whereas it's like, I love them. I love the music. I wasn't so, I just found the venue 
took me out of the concert experience, especially because we were so off to the side, mm. which I appreciate. Yeah. Um, because we were like obviously still in a pandemic, so we were yeah. VIP, which yeah, is great. For sure. Um, but I think it was just there's something about like the way the audio travels too. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel as intimate yeah. for that type of quality sound. Yeah, and I definitely definitely liked it. They have a lot of songs that I don't really even know because they have a, like mm-hmm. a few albums. But no, I think it was a very solid concert. Totally. It's not a top three, maybe mm-hmm. middle of the road, five or six, totally. something like that. So what's the next one? So should we do what got canceled? Yeah. So. Well, uh, I know I said like, oh, Orville, Orville Peck was my most anticipated. War on Drugs was my <laughs> most anticipated. This concert by a band called The Avalanches may have been honestly my second most anticipated show of the year probably if i if i rank it correctly it would go orville peck avalanches war on drugs so if we've kind of just said like obviously orville peck country rock uh kendrick lamar hip-hop rap uh war on drugs indie folk rock kind of big big um what you call big band rock yeah um the next one the avalanches is like dj's yeah, I'm just looking at the de- like how they're described. Avalanche are an Australian electronic music group formed in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Why'd uh, you say Melbourne? I don't know. Melbourne. <laughs> they're um, they're live and recorded. DJ- yeah, they're basically they're like DJs, music producers. Mm-hmm. They sample a lot of songs and mm-hmm. like do mashup albums. And we kind of yeah. fell in love with them like two years ago. No, bite your fucking tongue. No, you knew of them twenty yeah. years ago. And so but you twenty didn't years love them ago. Well, I love that one song. Yeah, that's I what mean, I mean. Like, I did too. So 20 years ago, um, friend of the podcast, Alistair and I were obsessed in high school with a song called Frontier, Frontier. Psychiatrist. Okay, and here, here it is. This is yeah. the weirdest song ever, but this is And what, also the weirdest music video. Yeah, so this is... Here, hold on. So that was yeah, twenty years ago. I loved that song, but yeah. did I listen to any other song? No. no so, so then we kind of like in the pandemic again. We were just going through and like the Avalanches. Surprise, surprise, have like dropped number of albums. Well, they, their first album came out in two thousand. And then their second album came out in 2016. And then we were like, holy shit. But we went back and listened well, to yeah, the 2016. The, the 2016 was great. But even the 2000 album, like other than Frontier Psychiatry, <laughs> which again, I like, but it's yeah. a weird song. This album is an absolute hit. Yeah. And so what's really cool about the Avalanches is that they like sample a bunch of like old Motown stuff. There's yeah. like new agey, like, There's like 90s. EL, yeah, yeah. Like ELO in there. There's totally. yeah, all kinds of stuff. So, so we were like, you were very excited for the show. Well, be, I was excited, but not as excited. Well, their, their last song, which came came out, I think in 2020 had like, um, MGMT and Weezer and like Denzel Curry. And I, I love that album. I think it's absolutely well, it was, amazing. And it was on our best of list as yeah. well. So I was excited for the concert. Cause I'm like, I don't know what this concert is. Is it going to be like gorillas where it's like mm-hmm. a huge band comes out and they have guest singers. Yeah. And wasn't it at, was it uh, at, is Phoenix? at Phoenix, which we haven't been to since no. pre pandemic. So the album comes out in 2020. I think we bought tickets in... 2021? Like early 2021. Yeah, I think we bought... Because it got postponed y- twice. Yeah, I think the... I think. Oh, yeah, the album came out December 2020. So tickets would have been... Came out in, like, say, February, January. Yeah. The original concert we got tickets for, I think it was, like, March 2021. Yeah. And again, you know where we were in the pandemic. Yeah. That obviously oh, got, Macron. got postponed to <laughs> October of 2021. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. okay, whatever, that's great. We weren't feeling comfortable mm-hmm. anyways. October 2021 comes out and that gets delayed as well. And that gets delayed to, I guess, October uh, yeah. of 2022. No, I think it was February 2022. February. And then, then it got postponed again. Postponed again. And I think it got postponed to like early September. Yeah. And so we were super excited. And then this is just real quick, an example of a song from their new album that we love. Mm-hmm. It's called, um, where the hell? Music Makes Me High. So this is what their new stuff sounds like. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a DJ. <laughs> Dancing. Yeah. So they, that's an idea of what the music was sounding like. Mm-hmm. And their tour was going off without a hitch. I think they had performed for like a month straight. And then I was so excited for our show at, at the Phoenix. And then we get an email saying the show has, or the 
con or sorry, the tour has yeah. been completely canceled. Which is crazy because I'm like, is that like like do they all have COVID? Is it just like taking a break, mental health? Like who knows what it is, but you know, pretty sad because then, you know, we had one more concert lined up, but then after that, we were very much like, oh no, we have no more concerts for the year. Like, what do we do? Yeah, and like, yeah. I think we were scrambling to like find a replacement and all this stuff. So pretty sad that, you know, we've never seen the avalanches and like, it just wasn't in the cards for us. And it turned out their concert, cause again, I'm like, what is it? Is it like a full band? Yeah. It's, it's just the two guys kind of doing a DJ set, which mm -hmm. is still cool. I think like, yeah. I heard they're they're unbelievable. So I was real. We were real sad that yeah. we didn't get to see them. So fast forward to October yeah, now. October. Um. So one of our favorite bands on the podcast. They've actually like liked and like I think retweeted stuff mm -hmm. that John's posted. Yeah. Is a band we've seen since like super small clubs about ten years. Yeah. Ago, North by. Um. Yeah. We saw Saint Lucia. Yeah. One of our probably one of our favorite bands currently right now totally. who just makes synth pop amazing music so um what was really cool about this again like coming from um i think back in the day we were in bahamas so if yeah. you listen to our first episode of the podcast for this season while we were in bahamas um on holiday this past april the tickets for saint lucia came out because they were dropping a new album yeah which we were so excited about so sean and tesla us two and mc and her fiance tony mm -hmm. were all gonna go together and so like saint lucia is one of those bands like over the years like we always go we always have an amazing yeah. time and like back like 10 years ago i feel like we used to go with like 15 of our yeah. friends to go see them which you know like that's like Jason and Taryn, their first song coming out was yeah. like Elevate, Elevate, I think. I think so. And so it is just like one of those bands where they just put out such great synth pop bangers. Yeah. So this was at the Danforth Music Hall. Yes, we all went out for dinner prior to that, which was great. We yes. had a good time. Went to Allen's. Allen's on Danforth, which was fun. We had a, a good meal there and then... <laughs> Super excited for the concert. We get in there, and I already knew I wanted to get a T-shirt because I saw the merch online. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, there's a. T I'm a sucker for a shirt that just has like a. Lo I'm wearing, wearing one right one now, right now. <laughs> for a logo just like over your heart, basically. Yeah. And I saw they had one where it was a black shirt with a, a really colorful Saint Lucia logo. logo, and I'm like, perfect. I'm gonna get that. Yeah. I think it looks okay on me. Yeah, I guess of right. So we do that and then uh, go to the actual show. We get pretty close to the front of the stage too, which I yeah. was really excited for. And then uh, the show started and it absolutely knocked my dick in the dirt. It was, it was, it was that good. It was, I thought it was un unbelievable. What did you think of it? No, it was one of like, okay. So I will say there are a few shows that like front to end, it's so much good energy. I was going to say, yeah, right? good vibes only. Good vibes only. So positive. So like the musicality of like the lead singer to like, the, his wife and like just the rest of the band was so outstanding that I'm like, when it ended, it was like quarter to 11. Yeah. And I'm like, can we not just do another hour? Like it was so good. Well, it was so good too. And like you already knew like, okay, hold on. John always knows the playlist or set, set list. list rather going into the show. And so I was like, I just want them to play. Um, oh, uh, not, was it physical? physical yeah. yeah. And I was like, cause that was like my D D D. And it's such a good, like dance such a song. Hype song, such a good hype song. One could argue was the best song of the I, night. I think it may have been the best right? song of the night. Um, but I was like, Oh my God, what was if they don't play? And you're like, hold on. Yeah. And then when it came on, it was like, Rah! yeah. <laughs> Uh, the lead singer jumped into the crowd and he walked like right by us at one point, which was unbelievable. He posted it on Instagram. And he reposted that, which, yeah. which is good. Uh, yeah, I think Physical is the best song on the night. My second favorite was probably Touch because that's yeah. my favorite song on the album. Yeah. Not to be confused with Daft Punk's Touch. That's right. Yeah. Other uh, seven minutes long. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, you've mentioned we've seen St. Lucia. Like, I, wanted, I honestly think it's been seven times, maybe yeah. even more. We'll see them every time they come in yeah. every show. There hasn't been one bad outing. No. It's not like, and they're not the same shows. No, it's like not. when we saw Fitz in the Tantrums, exactly. like four years apart. It was no, the same. No, it's style. always different. But they always play what you want to hear. It's yeah. just, it's amazing. Then after the show, we saw the the drummer outside, right? So, 
So we came outside and I was like, this band just feels so accessible. And then it was also one of those things I'm like, we never like John bought the t-shirt, but we didn't have like a marker or anything. And it was like, do we, you know, we weren't going to buy something for them to sign. And I was like, oh my God, if the main guy comes out, but then the drummer came out and I was like, so excited about life. And so I think I said, but I didn't know I said it. It was like, oh my God, he's walking away. And he kind of made a joke because that was one of the songs, one of their song titles. And so he's like, oh, that's close. Clever. And I'm like, ah, it is clever. And so then we ended up getting a picture mm. with the drummer of St. Lucia. And I was like fangirling yeah, I'll, hard. I'll post that picture. It's, yeah. It's funny because I was wearing my St. Lucia shirt and I was wearing black pants. Yeah. You looked exactly like him the, in the Like band. the drummer. He was wearing a black shirt and a black. So I looked like I was like the backup drummer. Yeah. But it was just like so good. And it was true. It's like, ah, I don't, didn't want this concert to end. It was, it was just such like a good, and it was a Friday night. Yeah. It was like all these. We went out to Louis Cypher for drinks after, but then I was like, no. I know it's like it just put us in such a great mood and it's Mm -hmm. like damn this is the last concert of the year it's tough man good vibe only that's what the name of the episode is going to be good vibes only so I mean it's tough like St. and any other year St. Lucia Orville Peck uh, Future Islands could all be like the best concert of the year totally so so continuing I guess those were the last of the four concerts but I will say one more thing contributed to the hashtag good vibes only yeah we got the call so re- <laughs> rewind 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 so the call meaning for, to pick up our yeah. brand new Volvo yeah so I think last time we left off, we talked about the experience of buying the car and tips wait, and wait, tricks. Wait. What? I was going to say, we could do a really high level Chris's birthday. Cause let's we- save that. Oh, Cause okay. we're, we're almost at, we're oh, at okay. like an hour almost. Let's save okay. that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that afterwards. I think let's no. Okay. No, I think we can save that. Cause there's a lot of fun stuff there. That's true. We're, we're already at like just yeah. under an I just hour. Like when we tell people about the car. So then tell, just say that part. No, no, no. Cause then you could tell the insurance part. Exactly. Okay, so, we'll, okay. So, um, we knew that the car would be coming with it. Today is November 20th. We knew the earliest we could get the car would be between the 20th and 27th. Yeah. So, uh, and there's a few things we, we had to wait until we knew the pickup date before we could call insurance. So like, uh-huh. be like, here's the pickup date uh-huh. to transfer or do the full official assurance thing. Uh-huh. So anyways, I'm jumping ahead myself. Let's tell, let's tell the car getting the call and then I'll tell the yeah. insurance. So it was a Wednesday night yes. and I was on a work call. Um, and I was w- walking the streets to like um, <laughs> deliver some, some used clothes to a yeah, donation like bin. Yeah, a donation bin. And so I was on this call and then all of a sudden I see our Volvo sales agent yeah. call on my watch. And, and Sorry, and before that we were both paranoid that we were going to get the call saying, oh, sorry, there's going to be a delay. 100%. John and wait. I do not have good luck. No, so we were, were like, they're sold out of Volvos internationally like something was going to happen. And so I see on my watch, I'm on a FaceTime call. I see on my watch that it's our sales rep. I'm like, Oh my God, Rob, I have to go. And then I'm like, I don't know. I think I didn't touch the answer. I just like, you know, (laughs) I mean, can you not? I'm just singing. So I think I ended up hitting Mm. my full palm on the watch to answer versus the thing. And I was like, no moms are sweaty mom's spaghetti <laughs> yeah all right so what'd you do? yeah you you declined it i declined it and so oh i was freaking God. out i was freaking out and so then i was like googling like what is the volvo dealership number well so, and like you said this is nighttime and they close at like seven and i think it's like 705 100%. so you think you're getting through at 706 i don't Get even know town, and so, so i was like i'm gonna try calling the back i called the guy back nobody's answering i'm like oh my god i'll email back and then i texted you and I'm like the Volvo people called like I'm freaking out I was like his card's on the fridge his cell number is on there and I was like oh my god you're right so I'll go downstairs and go to like get his like extension number so then I'm like dialing 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 that was like literally on hold for the extension number and then somebody called me back and I thought it was him and he's like hi this is uh I'm just answering your call from Volvo yeah and I was like ah right and they're like oh sorry your like sales agent Anton is um he's he's, uh, has another customer right now another customer and i was like no so because i'm like it's kind of like when you're waiting for like information from a doctor of course. where you're like can you just give me an indication of like what he's gonna and say you to know me? if you miss that and you know if you miss their call good luck trying to get them on the phone again totally so i have literally sent every mode i texted anton emailed, or emailed called. called two different numbers and like no dial back 
nothing. Nothing. We're like, we blew it. We're not getting this car. We're not getting this car. I was so sad. So then the next day happens and I'm on another work call. Yeah. Right. And so it's like, I think four in the afternoon or something. Yeah. Right. And so I'm like, again, on with Rob. And yeah. so I'm like, oh my God, it's Volvo. I got to go. And I just like, hang yeah, up, I gotta go. right. Hang up the WebEx. And then I like answer my phone. I don't even think I hung up the WebEx. <laughs> I had just like the phone up to my ear and I'm like, oh my God, Anton. So yeah. good to like hear yeah. from you. And he's already like laughing. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, oh my God, I'm so, so sorry. I stalked your life. Yeah. Right. And so he's like stalked your life on the boardwalk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's just like laughing. He's like, Val. And I'm like, ah, and I'm like, I'm just so excited. And he's like, I got some good news for you. I'm like, oh my God, let me go get John. And so like, and I just freak out for you to the come way, upstairs. Yeah, the way I hear you scream, I thought you were going to tell me that someone we knew was engaged. Yeah. I won't say who, but I was like, okay, that's the engagement. I got to come up for this. But then you're like, no, it's Anton the Volvo. Yeah. I'm like, ah. So it was just like, okay. So then me and John are together and like, he's like, hey Val, I'm so sorry. I couldn't call you back. Like, last night I was with some customers I'm like don't worry your colleague told me and I sent yeah. you like all these things but like long story short is we get to pick up the car on Thursday, Thursday. so it's now ba -ba -ba. Sunday yeah it is let's try that again so yeah, we get the car in four days, which is very exciting. He never thought this day would come. And what's been great is the car car has not worked. Well, now so it three well, out of the seven days last week, our car did not work. Anyways, it's worked the last yeah few days. Anyway, yeah. that is besides the yeah. point. We're getting a new car in a few days. And then so once we knew that, I'm like, okay, well, let me call our insurance people to say we know the date so we can finish the transaction. You tell that story. That's what I'm telling right now. Why are you telling that story? Why? You don't want me to? No, save it for Chris's birthday. All right. All right. We'll save that. So make sure mm -hmm. we, yeah, we mm -hmm. had a funny interaction with our yeah. insurance person. So like you said, by the time we do the next podcast, we will have a new car. Whoa. Which is insane to think about. Mm -hmm. uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I think that's great. That's pretty good. So next week, we'll definitely talk about getting the car. We'll talk about our experience talking to people about the car. I had a funny interaction with the insurance guy with our car. <laughs> and uh, hopefully we don't see any more spiders on doors or anything. But who would you like the band of the week to be then this week? I think we said Kendrick. We said Kendrick. Mm -hmm. And I think we should go with Purple Hearts. Because I think N95 is out there. Yeah. Whereas Purple Hearts is a song we both love. It features Ghostface Killer. Yeah. Wu Tang, Wu Tang inspired. It's a great, it's a great summer song. I mean, it's winter time now, but you might be listening to this a year from now, and it's like summer. So totally, it's a good nighttime song too. Yeah. So should we just get into it? Yas. So the song is called "Purple Hearts" by Kendrick Lamar off of Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. So let's get into that shiz right now. Hmm. All the ways get in contact with our asses: Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Dot com slash live at 605 and then you can follow your boy on Twitter if it's still there and Instagram <laughs> I'm at Malenkamp I'm Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and Twitter so until next week I am your podcaster John I am Val be easy take it easy Rolling sevens, I ain't ready for no coffee I know y'all love it when the drugs talking But shut the fuck up when you hear love talking Shut the fuck up when you hear love talking If God be the source, then I am the plug talking Yeah, baby Yeah, baby Yeah, baby Yeah, baby This my undisputed truth Uh-huh my life is like forbidden fruit My bitch know better than I do A woman's worth I barely went to church I'd rather fast with you Than fuck it up Fucking with skirts Cause I'm rational A nigga still gon' be a nigga Emoji heart My family pictures Two stepping away from rappers I don't trust that true intentions I'm not in the music business I've been in the human business Whole life been social distant Hoes like when you not tripping I up the party Who said they saw me? 
crown known by Molly Wrist on your gunny They gon' judge your life for a couple likes on a double tap Them hoes is sorry, they all get body I bless it that you have an open heart I bless that you forgive I bless it that you can learn from a loss I bless it that you heal I bless one day that you attract Somebody with your mind exact A patient life, flaws bless them twice And they bless you back Keep you going and I'm gonna walk To the mind is God's cipher, dividing a small portion. Uh, faded pictures, this global madness, the intervention. This world's in the twilight zone. This is the fifth dimension. God, please blow the whistle. We need an intermission. My good deeds in front of your door. I'm standing by the entrance with heavy baggage. My brother's ashes. I seen tragic. I did dirt, smack death, and held it to that nigga cabbage. Love. We killin' greed, we killin' homelessness And now I don't give a fuck about this land I want ownership Bow your head for just God's sake Listen what the stars say When I say it's God's way Keep me torn and I'm a walk Rollin' sevens, I ain't ready for no coffee I know y'all love it when the drugs talkin' But shut the fuck up when you hear love talkin' Shut the fuck up when you hear love talkin' God be the source, then I am the plug talking Yeah, baby, yeah, baby, yeah, baby, yeah, baby John Mallon And Val Gomez 